So today there is me, Jordan, Nigeli, Richard, Apollo. Um, talking about our big question of how does happiness factor into an abundant life? Um, for the most part, this episode is going to focus on our definitions of happiness. Um, we're going to talk within each other about um, an abundant life and if we've led an abundant life, and then get to the big overarching question of how happiness would factor into that. So without further ado, let's hear Apollo discuss finding happiness. I think happiness is overall being content with what you have in life and what you've done in life. Uh, me personally, I'm not sure if I've uh, gotten that, but I think working towards that could be a goal that I can set in my life right now and work through that continuously throughout my time here at Randolph. That's all I got. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, that's accurate. I, mean, I think that's sort of all of us are desiring to do is become happy and, and yeah. use the time at Randolph to become happy or become happier. Yeah. Or if anything, like help set up a foundation to where we can then get to that happiness if we can't get to it right now. Yeah. But I think that makes sense because, like, we most of us are pretty much coming from an area in which, like, we didn't really have, like, the most freedom over, like, what we do or in who we're near just by mm. right. the fact that we're, like, kids. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That, um, excluding any, like, other extenuating circumstances. Um, but with those extenuating circumstances, I think it's, like, hard to say, like, yeah, I'm, like, I've, like, gotten to that point of happiness yet. Yeah. Yeah, I think but I think now we get the chance to be happy and be whatever we want to be, because we're not yeah. we're our family now. We have our freedom. Yeah, we are ourselves. Yeah. I think. Yeah, and I think it'll be interesting to see how, or interesting to see how um, people feel if they've gotten to that happiness. Because I can imagine like the little bits of happiness that they had, even in that like sort of structured, um, like childhood. Yeah, I'm especially kind of interested in seeing the classmates, how you guys grow throughout the years. Yeah. I'm really interested in seeing that. Yeah. And Randolph's so small, like, you can. Yeah. It's yeah. hard not to. Yeah. We've seen each other for a lot. Yeah. We, we, can, we'll, we will not be able to hide. Uh, yeah. And thankfully, like, classes are small enough to where you can actually, like, like people have to talk. Yeah. So, so it can't just be, like, two people talking and then, like. That's fair. As long as it's more than just, like, the teacher and myself, I'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, our class is really good at that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Are we going to go on to talk about the four theories method that we just, that was in the first part of class? Yeah, sure. Well, the first part of the LMA, I guess? Yeah, sure. Like, um, I was going to say, like, in talking about, like, the resources that Randolph and then, like, yeah. college and, like, adulthood at large gives you, I think that goes to, like, the Maslow's hat. Maslow's hierarchy, excuse me, um, that Dr. Courier talked about in week one, um, and how, like, self-actualization, um, is sort of at the tippy-top of that pyramid, um, because that's what I think happiness is. I think that it's, like, a short-term thing, but it comes from, it comes from those actions that affirm who you are and what you want to do. 
That's fair. Uh, I don't necessarily know if I have any particular, like, one theory of what happiness is. There are lots of ways you can get it, I guess, for me. Because it, it's success, it, I guess it's the feeling you get where you succeed, sort of. And But it's more than just that, too, because, I mean, because we don't just succeed, and you still can feel happy. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that can be short-term happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, even if somebody else is happy, I'm happy. Yeah. If I care about that person. Yeah. I'm okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's very fair. That's yeah. That toxic sense of belonging that yeah. you have with within the mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of ways you can become happy, which is good. Yeah. Happiness is important. <laughs> very. very. Yeah. yeah. And I guess with that, we can go on to our other two large questions, which is, what is an abundant life? And then, do you think you have led an abundant life? Why or why not? So, our first question is, what is an abundant life? I guess I can start. Um, my, I guess, definition of an abundant life is one spent helping others um, and doing your best to reduce the amount of harm done in this world um, and a life spent, like, creating. Uh, personally, um, I find that helping others, reducing harm, um, making sure that like the world is left in a better place for those that come after me is something that I think that comes throughout a whole life, but so far um, is what I'm committed to personally. And then with creating stuff, um, obviously I like theater and art and all that stuff. And so creation or in some way, like getting involved with the community to make something bigger than yourself uh, is something that I think leads to a life that's like very well lived. Very fair, very fair. Um, I guess I'm talking next, so I guess I'll go next. Um, I like a lot of what Jordan said, though. I admit I don't quite agree with it personally for what abundant life is. Uh, for me, I think an abundant life is a very busy but good life. Um, I mean, and it certainly can involve, and I think it's a good life certainly should involve altruism, helping people, creating creating things, making the world a better place. But I don't listen if it if an abundant life requires that. Um, for me, as I said, an abundant life is more. It's like encountering lots of new things, meeting new people, um, eating new food, sort of thing. That sort of stuff. I for me is what I'd say. An abundant life is, uh, yeah. <laughs> so an abundant life for you is like gaining experiences, yeah, learning more about the world that you're in. Yeah, yeah. I kind of think the same. For me, like to be live an abundant life is like to experience you know, new things, to have fun, and also to help other people because that kind of very important to me. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree, especially with Jordan here. Uh, I'm personally a musical type person, so I like to connect with people through music. Um, <clears throat> I think you can also combine those things, meeting new people, yeah, putting out art, volunteering somewhere. It's pretty much what I would call an abundant life. Yeah, I think all of our sort of definitions kind of work together, um, yeah. especially yeah. Like in a creative field. 
you kind of are forced to meet <laughs> new experiences. Yeah. Yeah. And then number two, do you think you have led an abundant life? Why or why not? Uh, I'll go first. I'm going to say no. I I guess I could say I was, I started my life late. Like I didn't get to do the things I really wanted to do when I was younger. But I think as I'm going forward in college, I can start doing more. Yeah, I don't think I have one either yet. I haven't experienced and haven't done the things that I want to do to have even a happy life. Not yet. I don't know. It, it depends on how, what area you define abundant life is like starting, you know, like, um, I think it's a very personal thing where it's like, okay, I'm now living an abundant life. Um, and personally, I guess I just don't know. It depends on the day. It depends on how good I'm feeling. Um, I've certainly met new people. College has done that a lot, certainly. Um, I've encountered new experiences, eaten new foods, all done all that sort of things that would be an abundant life. But also I sort of wonder if an abundant life is kind of like something you have to like look back on and see. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't know. It, it depends on the day. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree. I think an abundant life is something you reflect on. So I don't think I'll like know now in the moment. But I think so far I've done parts of an abundant life. Um, so I guess I would say yes, but I know that I can do more. Um, and I think that in terms of, uh, like especially with like the activism and art um, week, that it really solidified that um, for me, an abundant life is gonna bring all of those factors, at least for my definition together. And so, when I'm older, um, I'll definitely have the freedom and hopefully the resources knock on wood um, to like create that art um, and make those statements while also continuing a lot of the work that I started um, in the past couple of years concerning like local and like community-based um, stuff. Right. Yeah, and so, but I can agree. I think that like I haven't really started like, really started my life. Um, I think I've started, but, like, only in, really in, like, the past three years. So I think it's going to take time for me to really be comfortable saying I live an abundant life. Yeah. Mm. Also, we're all relatively young individuals here. Oh, yeah, so. like, very. So I think <laughs> so, it'll be I a mean, time. It's, it's, we got time to, to live a more abundant life and get out there more. Yeah. It may not seem like it, but... We do have time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think especially, like, with, like, the mapping thing and the communities thing, like, it'll, once you, like, you know, live more, you'll know more people. And I think it'll be easier to live an abundant life, especially since, you know, we've, like, lived with our families or, like, people in our communities mm -hmm. for the most part. And that's going to, like, hinder what we can do. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, so with that, uh, the last thing to talk about in the podcast is the big question itself, which is what role does happiness play in making a life more abundant? Uh, does, one of us, does one of us want to start off? 
Well, that definitely sounds, I guess, that Middle East to me. Um, so I guess I personally feel a happiness plays a very large role in making a life more abundant. Um, both the goal of be, trying to be happy, which drives you to make your life more abundant, as well as just being happy is a key part for an abundant and good life. Um, but... Just because, I mean, happiness and abundance, and they all kind of seem to be certainly here melding together. So that's just my thoughts. Others? Yeah, I think for you to have an abundant life, you definitely got to be happy. Because if you're sad, I don't think you're going to get anywhere. People, most of the time, when they're sad, they don't want to do anything. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they definitely go hand in hand to me. Um, Really, you don't have energy to do anything if you're unhappy. So, I mean, you can't live abundantly if you're not, you don't have any energy to do anything. Yeah, I think you can live a good life and not be happy, but I don't think you can live an abundant life and not be happy because I feel like that self-actualization is important to being, like, abundant. (laughs) Like, whatever that means to you, but, like, I feel like you have to have some sort of happiness to be in abundance. Yeah, that's fair. But I think it plays, like, a pretty important role. I think it's, like, the cherry on top. Like, there's a good life, and then there's an abundant life. And I think happiness makes that. Whether or not you think happiness is, like, a permanent thing. Yeah, I think it plays a big role in everything. You can do nothing without being happy. Happy is a big thing for me. I don't know. Yeah, it's, like, a huge motivator. (laughs) No, I mean, desire to be happy is something that, like, pushes all of us, I think. I mean... I know. I certainly want to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and because I mean, I guess vaguely personal story time. My desire to be happy has caused me to do things that might not necessarily be comfortable, but have made my life more abundant and better for it. I mean, I've yeah, yeah. I went and talked to people that I probably wouldn't have talked to normally because there was something I wanted and that and I would be happy of getting it. So I made my life more abundant doing that. Yeah. Exactly. I can definitely relate to that. Um, Well, our class especially, I'm surprised at myself with how much I've been talking. Usually I would not say a word, but my goal in life coming here was to start being more happy. So talking to more people has been that stepping stone for me, like Richard said. Yeah, I can totally agree. I've, like, the past few years, like, I've, like, really thought of, like, especially college, like, at least 18, um, it was like a sort of like, like finally, <laughs> like I can finally like, like not have to worry so heavily, heavily about certain things. Um, it's like the past couple of years I've been like really more like open and like less like anxious about like how to come off to people. And that's like really helped, especially this year. Um, and like seeing new people and like talking to new people and gaining new friends and relationships. So. Yeah. And good to hear. I mean, that. I agree with that. It's just sort of like, and that sort of drive to be happy and that goal of being happy is sort of very important to that, I, I yeah. think. Say. Yeah. It overrides that sort of anxiety yeah. I have yeah. over Because, like, I know, like, not just with, like, people, like, interpersonal yeah. relationships, I know, like, when I do certain things, I'm happy. Like, yeah. when I perform, I'm happy. When I write or, like, go to, like, a philosophy seminar or do a lecture 
or present like I feel good. Yeah. Um, so like I'm going to pursue that. Oh, that's and fair. Randolph can help with that or I need a college. No, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fair. You can of those things. Yeah, it's like I down and say things to people that I never thought I was going to say to nobody. Like It's hmm. so deep. I never thought I was going to say it to yeah. anybody, but I yeah. did it just because I want to be happy and I want to be in peace with myself. I feel like if I didn't do, do those things, I would never be able to have a happy life. Yeah. yeah. That was just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, you're fair. I completely understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, So, with that being said, we have to give at least a piece of advice before we go. And I think that one thing that we all sort of agreed on for the two large questions leading into our topic question was the fact that an abundant life is something, is something that you realize you've had after some reflection and after you like live that life. Um, and I think that that is important to say. Um, that just because you don't, you may not feel like you're living an abundant life or doing things to get to that abundant life right now, does not mean that you'll never get to it. Um, I know in philosophy there's this concept that if you keep sitting down and thinking about the thing, you'll never actually be able to do it. Um, and that philosophy comes from living that life. And so I think, I guess that's important to highlight here, um, especially considering the fact that as first years, you're expected sometimes um, right at 18 to know what you want to do and know how things are going to have to go for your career. And really nobody does. Um, even the, the yeah. ones that sound like they do, still really don't. They're just sure on one thing. And so I think those, both of those things are important to keep in mind when thinking about living an abundant life and I guess the interview and general podcast that, that we've done and LMA at large. And with that, we have finished. Thank you for listening.